This is Kitty Glomsky with a segment that we call Scam Alert. October 15th through December 7th is the upcoming open enrollment period that anyone with Medicare Advantage plans or Part D drug plans can review their plans and make changes if they should want to. This is also the time that there's a lot of activity going on where agents try to reach you. You get a lot of phone calls. There's TV advertising. I want you to know that there There is assistance through the MAP program, MMAP, the Medicare Medicaid Assistance Program. There are counselors located in each county, and you can reach one through your local commission or council on aging, also known as a senior center, or you can call the statewide 800 number, 800-803-803. 7174, and we can connect you with one of our counselors in your area. The MAP program provides unbiased information. We are certified through the Medicare program so that you get correct information and all the options that are available to you. Region 9 is a 12-county area of Northeast Michigan, and there are about 23 to 33 different Part D plans, your prescription drug plans. When you get a phone call from someone trying to talk you into their plan, they are representing what they sell, not necessarily all the options. During Medicare's open enrollment, there is a higher risk for fraudulent activity. Medicare has rules about how plans communicate with you and market their insurance products. The plans are allowed to send you mail, but are not allowed to call or visit you in person without your permission. In other words, you would have to contact them first or have an established relationship in a current plan for them to make a contact with you. The MAP program will help you. The MAP number is 800-803-7174. I just want you to protect yourself. Be aware of that because... It's against Medicare rules to just call you up on the telephone. It's against Medicare rules to knock on your door. And it's against the rules to approach you in the public. So be aware that this is not activity that is following Medicare rules at all. It makes you a prime target for fraudulent activities. If you feel that you've been experiencing Medicare fraud, abuse, errors, you can contact Senior Medicare Patrol, that's us through the MAP network. Our certified counselors can teach you how to spot and protect yourself from Medicare fraud. If you have been a victim of Medicare fraud, we can help you report it. So call us 1-800-803-7174. And please plan to have your Part D or your Medicare Advantage plan reviewed with one of our counselors. Welcome to Let's Talk About Aging. Today, we have a special guest, my coworker, Kelly Rabinette. She is a service coordinator and registered diet technician for Region 9 Area Agency on Aging. My name is Kelly. I work for NEMSCA and the Area Agency on Aging for 21 plus years, and I work mainly with the congregate in the home delivered meal programs. They are offered in all 12 of our core counties, as well as other counties in Michigan. They are typically offered to homebound seniors 
who have a hard time leaving their homes to get groceries, or they don't have anyone who can help them, or they're living with a chronic condition. To receive home-delivered meals, contact your local council or commission on aging. One or two-person households are becoming the fastest-growing sector in the United States. There are more than 61 million one- or two-person households in the United States. 87% of those are households are 65 years of age and older. Sometimes cooking for one or two may seem like it's a big effort with a very small reward. That's why today we're going to discuss tips for meal prepping and cooking for one or two. As a two-person household, I definitely understand the challenges of cooking for two. I always end up with so many leftovers from cooking. It seems the easiest thing to do is for us to eat out. Do you have any advice on that topic, Kelly? First, you have to make yourself a promise to put more thought into planning your meals. It will pay off better in health and added mealtime enjoyment. Meal planning in advance makes a difference in eating healthy meals. We need to set a goal to plan menus for a week at a time and, and incorporate planned overs and eliminate unnecessary trips to the grocery store. This is a great idea. Can you give an example of what this would look like? As an example, we could plan our week like this on Sundays, do a traditional meal with beef, chicken, fish, or pork. And on Sundays, have a soup salad and a sandwich meal made from your leftovers from Sunday. Tuesdays, we can have a pasta or a meatless meal. Wednesdays, eat out of the freezer night. Thursday, breakfast for dinner. Friday, have an ethnic night. Try a recipe that you've always been wanting to try. And on Saturdays in the winter, have a nice hearty soup or grill outside in the summer. This is a great idea. Doing it this way, I think, would allow us to do a weekly shopping list and maybe cut back on some of the costs. Yes, making a shopping list is extremely helpful and economical. It allows you to check your cabinets for what you have on hand, as well as see what is on sale that week at the grocery store. That's so smart. What other tips do you have for us? Buy frozen vegetables. You can pour out what you want and need and stick the rest back in the freezer. You can also do the same for frozen fruit. You can buy fruit also at different stages of ripeness, or you can buy like individual cups or small cans of fruit. Frozen dinners can be good to have on hand too. And a good rule of thumb of buying a frozen dinner dinner is less than 800 milligrams of sodium per serving and no more than three grams of fat per 100 calories. You can add extra vegetables to that dinner, add a salad, a side of fruit and a glass of low fat milk, and that would make a wonderful, filling, nutritious meal. We don't have to get rid of our favorite family recipes. We can adopt them to fit our current household size. You know, choose recipes that can be easily divided mathematically. Choose for doneness of half recipes five to 10 minutes sooner than the original recipe and add seasoning gradually. Sometimes you may need to add more or less of the spice to reach your desired flavor. I know with home-cooked meals, I tend to overeat. What should our plate look like, Kelly? We can use this method called the My Plate Method, and that would be half your plate in veggies. We need to vary the colors of our vegetables, a quarter of the plate with bread, starch, or pasta, a quarter of the plate with a lean protein, and then add a glass of milk and a serving of fruit. Yum. That sounds like a good, healthy plate. I know you talked earlier about checking our cabinets before we go grocery shopping. What are some staples that we should have in our cabinets? To avoid there is nothing to eat dilemma, we should have on hand in our pantry, oyst flour, sugar, baking powder, condiments, herbs, and spices, dried beans and lentils, and canned tomatoes and sauce. And to keep some of the time-saving ingredients on hand too, that would be pre-washed fruit, vegetables. We can also keep some time-saving ingredients on hand too. That would be pre-washed or pre-cut fruit and vegetables, if our budget allows for it, frozen or canned fruits and vegetables, prepared pasta sauce, chicken breast, frozen bread dough. And these are speed scratch ingredients that can make homemade meals fast to prepare. Yeah, I'm all about these cost-saving and time-saving tips. Is there anything else that people can do to spice up their meal prepping? 
There are many perks of meal prepping, but you also can spice up your current prepared food. You can do this by lightly sauteing fresh vegetables such as onions, mushrooms, peppers, and eggplant and add that to a spaghetti sauce. Add a single serving of canned tuna and chopped veggies to the purchased pasta salad. Add diced tomatoes, shredded carrots, raisins, and pine nuts to quick cooking brown rice. Whole grain frozen waffles, we can toast them and top them with fresh fruit, hot applesauce, or even low-fat yogurt. Add raisins or other dried fruit to an instant oatmeal or another hot cereal. Top a frozen pizza with fresh mushrooms, tomatoes, peppers, broccoli. Add grapes, chopped celery, dried cherries, or golden raisins and walnuts to package salad greens and toss them with your favorite low-fat dressing. Ooh, those sound so good, Kelly. I really like the idea of the whole green waffles right now. Kelly, sometimes being in a couple or a family of two, we still have a lot of leftovers. What are some things we should do with it? You can use your leftovers or planned leftovers creatively. If you're not going to eat your leftovers from a meal in a day or two, you can freeze them for a future meal. Planned leftovers can be used later in the week. If you don't like the term leftovers, considering using the term planned overs and try them in a completely different recipe. For example, a chicken breast can be turned into a quesadilla. Leftover fruit, you can add to a muffin, quick breads, or pancake batter. Freeze planned over vegetables and you can use them later in the week in soups or stews. Use extra bread to make French toast bread pudding, or stuffing. Use planned over meat in tacos, soups, stir fries, and salads. Use leftover macaroni to make a pasta salad or use in a casserole and add planned over meats and vegetables. Chili for dinner can be served over the next day on a baked potato. Instead of saying, why should I bother to cook? Try a new recipe and invite friends over for dinner and socialization once a week and take turns hosting that weekly meal. Or have everyone bring a dish to pass, and then you can split the leftovers so everyone has a meal to take home. Or you can take part in your local congregate meal program in your area. I really like the idea of hosting your friends, having a potluck, trying new recipes. It's all socialization with good friends and food. The overall goal is to enjoy your meals. Eating is a source of great enjoyment, and you can do this by trying to savor the flavors and the colors and the textures and the variety of the foods. Create an atmosphere for your meal. Set the table with a fancy tablecloth or placemat. Use your fancy dishes and glasses. Add a centerpiece and candles and play some music. If the weather is nice, take a picnic on the patio or the garden or even go to your local park. For breakfast, you might want to even prepare a lovely tray, get under the covers and treat yourself to a breakfast in bed. We're all worth it to make mealtime special. Kelly, these are great tips. I just want to go and cook and I want to eat now. (laughs) I know I'm hungry too. (laughs) Do you have anything else you would like to share with us? I found a few websites to check out smaller portions and you can look at 101cookingfor2.com, dessertfor2.com. And there is also a Facebook page for 101 Cooking for Two. Let me tell you, there were some mouthwatering recipes on those pages. Well, thank you so much for coming on today, Kelly. We enjoyed having you. I'm sure we'll have you back. Thank you. I hope everybody looks at cooking for themselves a little bit differently now. This is Kitty Glomsky and Brooke Mainville with the calendar of events. So Brooke, tell us what you've got. We have our personal action towards health pain taking place through September 30th from one to three. And that is a online six week workshop on Friday, September 16th. We have the healthy living webinar, managing stress and mental health. And again, that was healthy living webinar on September 16th from one to two, managing stress and mental health. And our final event is region nine is hosting a 
a walk-in clinic in Alpena with the district health department. And that's taking place September 22nd from 11 to 3 at our NEMSCA building. Brooke, you had sent me a note earlier that you also have a matter of balance class in Oscoda on October 17th, running through November 9th. This is from 9.30 to 11.30. Then you also have personal action towards health pain virtual class running from October 7th through November 11th from 1 to 3 o'clock. So that should do it. Thank you. If you would like to register or get information on any of these events, please contact me at 989-358-4616. Again, that was 989-358-4616 or go to our website at nemcsa.org senior services and you'll find all the online registrations for all the different items there as well. That's all I have for the calendar events. Thank you, Brooke. With the Medicare Medicaid Assistance Program, we also have a new to Medicare virtual presentation. This happens every second Wednesday of each month from 10 to 11 o'clock. This is for anyone who is turning 65, new to Medicare or disabled and new to Medicare. This presentation explains how Medicare works. Then afterwards, you get to meet one-on-one with a counselor and talk about your personal situation. To register, you can call 1-800-803-7174 or contact your local senior center, your commission or council on aging, and they can make the appointment for you. So this is Kitty Glomsky and Brooke Mainville asking you to join us again next time on Let's Talk About Aging. Let's Talk About Aging is a production of the Region 9 Area Agency on Aging, 2569 U.S. 23 South, Alpena, Michigan 49707. This podcast was supported, in part, by grant number 90 MPPG0039 from the U.S. Administration for Community Living, Department of Health and Human Services, Washington, D.C. Podcast music provided by Groove Music. Selection titled Modern Logo, created by Vadim Kuznetsov and can be found at https colon slash slash elements dot slash modern logo zvhfbj6. Mm-hmm.